the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I know what you're trying to say, baby. You're trying to say, oh, yeah. It's best business. It's business time. I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say it's time for business. It's business time. Ooh. It's business. It's business time. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, we're in the bathroom brushing our teeth. That's all part of it. That's foreplay. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. It's that time to talk a little economics with Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist with Briefing.com. How are you, Mr. Rosen? Oh, pretty good. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, New Year's starting off. Markets are a little bit ugly, but I look at that as things are on sale. Uh, how's, How's your world of economics looking? Yeah, the world of econ's looking pretty good. I mean, we had a good trade number that came in today. It was better than expected. A lot of it is to do with the fact that oil prices are at fifty dollars a barrel, which you know on a net is good. Uh, we had a nice ADP report; it beat our expectations, and you know, it shows that the private sector job growth seems to be moving ahead online at what we anticipated to happen. Um, you know, right now the economy is is moving ahead. Okay, that's nice. Um, the ADP report came out today and said the United States added 241,000 workers in December. Um, out of all the jobs type of numbers, the JOLTS numbers, the first-time unemployment claims, the ADP private survey, the first Friday of every month Labor Department, which of the jobs numbers should we pay attention to and why? The most important is the official numbers that come out with the BLS. and The ADP okay. is a forecast of the BLS number. It's nothing more, nothing less. So it's uh, Moody's way of trying to predict a few days beforehand uh, based on, you know, a little bit of of some proprietary information that came from ADP, but mostly it's a forecasting tool. But the private numbers that we get are that you can even look at just total payrolls. The reason why people were focusing on private, uh, it was a few years ago when you had the census, the public numbers were getting skewed because you have 500,000 uh, added jobs a month from the Census Bureau. Now that that's pretty much gone, you could kind of just look at the look at the overall number, look at that headline, and that's telling you where the economy is headed. U.S. economy seems to be headed in the slow but sure, better days ahead of itself. Um, it's been that way now for 18 months. It seems like we've been slowly adding jobs, slowly adding jobs. Um, is that trend con- going to continue for all of 2015? Do you expect it to go into 2016, where things are just a little bit better at a time? The question is, you know, how tight is the labor market actually? You know, if we look at the way claims are showing, and we look at the unemployment rate, you know, we're, we're at a point where the economy is closing in on full employment. Once you hit that point, there, you can't keep adding jobs at a 200, 200, you know, 50,000 pace 
because there just isn't enough supply of workers to meet that. So you generally have job growth that matches more closely with population gain. So you'd be at 100, 120,000 jobs. So if we're really at full employment with this, you know, 5.8% unemployment rate is really the best we can get, then I would expect the payroll growth to slow not necessarily because job growth is weakening, but because there isn't enough supply of available workers. Yet, at the same time, I would expect to see wage growth accelerate, and that means that we're going to see higher incomes for the total amount of people that are employed, so consumption growth will accelerate, and you probably have an uptick in inflation as well, but you know, that's the trade-off. So I don't you know, if we see a pullback in, in, in payroll gains, but we see a coordinated increase in wages, I'll be happy. If we see a pullback in payroll gains without the increase in wages, you know, that might tell us a little bit more that, you know, the economy is, is weaker than we anticipated, but I don't see that happening. I, I really anticipate to see, you know, continued job growth in this 200,000 range uh, for a while, you know, signaling that we have a, a significant number of people that have left the labor force for economic reasons and then will re-enter the labor force once they come to the realize that the you know, labor market is, is picking up and the economy is picking up. So uh, I think things are going to stay the way they are, And but if things do uh, weaken slightly, I would hope to see payroll, I would hope, sorry, I would hope to see wage growth make up for that difference, which would signal, you know, continuing growth in the economy. I read an article in the Wall Street Journal today on what to watch for in the Fed's minutes that are going to be released later today. Um, one of them that struck out to me was disinflation worries. Um, do you have the disinflation worries that maybe the Fed should be watching out for? Well, it's one of those points where if you raise rates and you tighten, you, you slow the economy growing, and you pull back on inflation. And right now, inflation trends are below trend. So if you're going to tighten and you're going to raise rates, you would expect that below trend inflation to become even lower than below trend. So the disinflationary aspect is that you don't want to pull back and tighten and push the economy into a worse position. So the question then is, are the Fed, is the Fed aware of this? Is the Fed really going to be, you know, discussing the fact that tightening means lower inflation growth, which means, you know, in a disinflationary environment, a better chance for deflation, which is not an optimal situation. So I, I think that, you know, what the Wall Street Journal is saying is, you know, is the Fed aware of what could happen? You know, and one of the, you know, the way I look at the Fed is that they've seen the situation in Europe, they've seen the situation in Sweden, they've seen the situation in Japan where, you know, low inflation, raising rates, tightening in a low inflationary cycle can lead to deflationary results. And the Fed knows that it's difficult to get out of deflation. The Fed knows that it's not that difficult. It's painful, but it's not difficult to get out of a high inflationary environment. So the question is, is the Fed going to be willing to take higher inflation, knowing that they can tame it later if they don't believe the labor market is in a secure situation that it is today? Or are they going to have to raise rates because they think things are going to overheat 
risk that they're moving in too early and causing a deflationary cycle in the United States. And I'm more leaning towards that the Fed understands that deflation is bad and they're going to hold off. So, um, I'm, you know, we're trying to try to see what the Fed understands, you know, in these minutes. What, what are they thinking when they're, when they're talking about the current economic situation? And a deflation environment is a very big possibility. Odd question for you. Um, everyone knows that we watch football games, men do, and we go, oh, I, what was he thinking? Why did he throw it there? As an economist, do you look at the Federal Reserve and kind of backseat quarterback uh, or backseat drive Monday morning quarterback? Do you ever second guess? Would you want their power? Would you do things differently? Would I do things differently? Probably not. Not, yeah. not what's going on today. Um, I'm pretty trustworthy on what the Fed is. I think that there's enough people on the board that uh, understand what's going on. And, and I think that, um, at least in my mindset, they're doing things that I would think is the right way of doing things. Uh, I wouldn't want to be in their position. I wouldn't want to take, um, <laughs> you know, it's a lot of pressure, I think, to have to sit there, and especially, uh, you know, the Chair Yellen's, um, you know, point of having to sit in front of Congress and listen to people discuss what's going on that really have no idea what's going on. So, you know, I give her credit for, for being able to do that. I, I think they're doing a good job. I, I I've, haven't seen anything that would suggest otherwise. So, uh, yeah, I, football is one thing. The game doesn't matter. In the end result, if your team wins or loses, it's not going to impact you. The Fed, you know, if they lose, we all lose. You know, you can lose in terms of jobs. You can lose in terms of wages. You can lose in terms of lower stock markets or higher bond prices and, and whatnot. So it's a little bit more important. So I think that uh, I'll give them the credit. Speaking with Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist with Briefing.com, an outstanding source of information. Uh, a lot of publications come out of your site. Anything working on right now that we could look forward to being consumed by, via eyeballs in the future? Um, this is about the time where I start looking at the auto industry again. I make my auto okay. predictions for 2015. You know, we had a really nice 2014. It topped everybody's expectations. It was better than the top number in our consensus. I think there were 16.5 million vehicles sold last year. That was fantastic. I'm looking to see continuation of that. Uh, you know, I don't know if we're going to see another 6% gain that we saw like we had this year. But, uh, you know, if we can get a little bit more, 16.8 million vehicles sold next year would be, would be really nice, you know. The sector is starting to show some, some signs of legs. We're getting, uh, we're not at the 18 million level, you know, consistently, and I don't think we're going to get there. But, you know, I'm looking to see where the, where the growth is and, you know, how the U.S. manufacturers are doing and whatnot. Okay. Anything uh, else that we need to know about the auto industry? I, I think that it was odd that Ford did poorly compared to the other uh, companies, uh, namely GM did nice and, and you know, Fiat Chrysler did fantastic this year. But uh, you know, that was a kind of a, of a downer. But uh, you know, looking at the broad base of, this, of, of the industry itself, it seems like it's, it's in a pretty good position. And you know, I'm, I'm actually pleasantly surprised. I thought that they were going to have a, a much more difficult uh you know, luring back uh, consumers into this market. And I still think that the overall uh, number of people that drive has, has shifted since the recession started. But uh, overall, I think things are getting better. 
Thanks for your help. It's Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist with Briefing.com. From time to time, we talk a little more focused on housing. Today was a little more on autos and Fed minutes. If you ever have a question for Dr. Jeff on a Wednesday, drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at robblack.com. Got a big event coming up Thursday, the 15th of January, tied towards wealth preservation, retirement, and planning. Sign up at robblack.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.